Phil. That was uh, Reverend Tillman from uh, Bedford-Stuyvesant in New York. Uh, uh, I, I like, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it's an angle on spirituality, contemporary spirituality, that we haven't really uh, touched on so much uh, to this point, but uh, very interesting and uh, certainly uh, the type of uh, spirituality that he's engaged in uh, is you know, there's a lot of folks in America doing that. What's unique about him is he's now from uh, a very uh, Christian perspective uh, uh, getting involved in yoga. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, one of the reasons um, I thought of having him on the show is uh, I heard about him from a, uh, a, a mutual friend of his and mine who mentioned that there was this a Christian pastor in Brooklyn who's also doing yoga work, and I thought that that'll be really interesting, and especially interesting to have somebody from the African American community. You know, we we don't have as many mainstream uh, religious leaders as as we might, um, and partly for that, the reason is you know we don't think of them necessarily as being having that much to offer spiritually exactly. you know, I was for say, the yeah. spiritual <laughs> from, you know, what we think of as spirituality. But I think that's, you know, that's unfair, you know, because mm-hmm. there is spirituality in mainstream religion, yeah. you know, and it's not everywhere, but, you know, some of it is deeper than the popular uh, image would suggest. And, you know, and somebody like Pastor Tillman you know, bringing in a deeper understanding of uh, religion and uh, the spiritual experience that comes through music, um, you know, we should not look lightly upon such things. Yeah, so and, and I thought it was great. It was great, and in, in the way he talked about revelations and how uh, he approached that and how he taught it and uh, the, um, you know, the room there was for interpretation and disagreement. So all those things were there. He had a Pentecostal background, which is very experiential. You know, it's uh, yeah. when we think of Christianity, uh, I certainly think from my background in Catholicism is it's more, mostly a religion of doctrine. Uh, although there is in the tradition of, of Catholicism, you know, uh, experiential, uh, mystical side to it. But, uh, you know, the Pentecostals, uh, very much it's experiential, moving with the Spirit you know, getting in touch with whatever that is inside. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. he's integrated a lot of things, and I think he, he's very open. And, uh, and he mentioned uh, uh, that uh, when you, you asked him about how he brings it to his congregation, he doesn't want to seem too new age or too out of it, right. but he wants to sort of, I, it was an expression he used for tra- tradition growing or breathing or, be, you know, uh, branching out into new areas, but maintaining the tradition and traditional values. Yeah, I you know, and I think there's probably a lot more clergy, whether they're uh, imams or rabbis or ministers and pastors, priests, um, who would like to bring more experiential spirituality into their work. And they have to be very mindful of what their congregation will um, appreciate and what they'll resist and why they're there. I mean, a lot of people come to those places because it's community 
and it's comforting and mm-hmm. they just you know they want the same old thing and they want to bring their kids you know up with a with a a sense of tradition so you know i you know you have to be very um skillful in in communicating things and bringing people to a deeper place um whether they're you know right. if, and understanding that you know many people may not care or be ready for that right it's it's not forcing your beliefs whatever excites you at the moment on others but giving them what they're you know what they deserve to get from being there and then carrying on the tradition like you said to their kids and all but also introducing new stuff and, and by the way i mean when i watched the clip of i just googled uh, reverend Naran uh, D. Tillman of St. Uh, uh, Philip's uh, Christian Church, uh, uh, Disciples of Christ, I think it is, in Brooklyn. And it came up, it was a service, and there was singing. And this singing, it's not like some superficial, like in Catholicism, sometimes they were introducing some folk songs and all, which were very nice. This is a very, this singing comes from a very deep place. And, yeah. and I know in the African-American community, it comes back, from days of, of extreme oppression, and it was a way to just really uh, go deep and 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 uh, escape the, the 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 pains of the outside world and and find that deep <clears throat> satisfaction that that spirit inside. And there's a lot of that, uh, you know, I, yeah, that uh, is still goes on in churches today. And his church had that. You know, you could really feel it. It was very powerful. I thought. I I mean, I, I I'm hoping. That I attend a service at his church sometime when I'm in New York. Yeah, uh, it uh, it's a it, they can be a very powerful powerful uh, experience. You know, I this just <coughs> made me think of um, the African American contribution to the culture. So many mm-hmm. of our great uh, artists, uh, musical artists, uh, uh, from um, rhythm and blues and rock and roll and jazz, came out of the church experience. You know, and then they they translated that gospel tradition into secular music, not always to the liking of you know their parents or their preachers, but um, you know that's that's a, a big part of American right. culture, and you know people who get uh, turned on by by soul music or rhythm and blues, um, they, they probably can go to church and have the same experience, only the lyrics are different. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and it all comes from, you know, it stems from gospel, and that gospel, uh, it, it, uh, it, it goes deep to the soul. I mean, it, for those listening in that uh, probably won't remember the name uh, Mahalia Jackson, but if you want to have yes, a spiritual I experience, I was just thinking if of If you her. want to have a spiritual experience listening to music, <laughs> YouTube Mahalia Jackson and listen to her sing anything, and it'll yeah. just blow you away. Uh, and uh, and uh, she so very well represented that tradition, and it and it and it goes on today. Like I mentioned, you know, I went to this uh, this uh, gospel uh, festival in Chicago this past year, and uh, it was uh, it was incredible. I remember, and this is true. I mean, you just triggered a memory. I was a little kid. I don't know, maybe probably not so little, uh-huh. maybe 10, 12 years old or whatever. That's little. And we were watching the Ed Sullivan show. Exactly what I was thinking. Go ahead. And I remember hearing Mahalia Jackson and and saying, that's religious music? Yeah, exactly. You know, and 
<laughs> because in my household, religious anything was not very welcome. And, and it must have been Christmas time or something. And she, got, she sang, and I just was so blown away. It was like listening to the R&B station on the radio. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I, I, I was on Ed Sullivan. I heard her sing. Go tell it on the mountain, and it was like, I mean, Ed Sullivan could hardly talk after it was, uh, he was blown away. So, uh, yeah. uh, and, and for those of you that remember Ed Sullivan, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was the show in America. And, and uh, that's, that's a, a spiritual experience. That's absolutely. a religious experience if, if you absorb it and take it in, in the yeah. right way. I was also, you know, I didn't get to ask him. Um, whether his uh, exposure to yoga philosophy has um, uh, informed in any way his interpretation of Christianity, because that's that's something I'm very right. interested in, because I've seen it many times. You know, I'm working on this biography of Yogananda, and and he had you know volumes of different ways of interpreting uh, Jesus and the Gospels. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the Sermon on the Mount and and revelations, you know, in in ways in a sort of yogic interpretation, you know, like for example, you know, there's the um, in the Revelation there's talk about the seven seals, and you know, people have interpreted this in so many different ways, and some yogis think, well, no, th- those are the chakras, mm-hmm. and you know. I don't know how valid that is. I don't know um, whether it holds up to analysis in a scholarly way, but it's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, certainly, I mean, our own, my experience, I know your experience was, you know, starting meditation and all, or whatever religion we were exposed to growing up took on new meaning uh, uh, after we'd been meditating a while. And it's, you know, to this day, it's it's the core of my spirituality. And... uh, I, I think for, for, for most people that have that, I, and I think that that was uh, one of the big elements uh, missing from uh, Western religion was that experiential side to it, although there was some yeah. there. And, and that's something you document in your book, American Veda. You talk about how yeah. that, uh, it, that knowledge came over and, it, and it, 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 it had an influence on every aspect of our culture, our society, and certainly uh, how it affected religion. Yeah. And now I think it's gone even deeper because there's a, there's a lot of uh, meditative practices coming out in the Western religions yeah. that were uh, not, in some cases, borrowed from mm-hmm. Hindu and Buddhist practices, yeah. but in some cases they were just, ca- they were, the, the Eastern tradition served as a catalyst for uh, Christians and Jews especially to uh, look into their mystical branches of their own traditions. Yeah, and Reverend Tillman mentioned in our interview that uh, not only was he practicing yoga, but he learned meditation. And it sounded like he had a little bit of a difficulty (coughs) focusing at times, and this was finally uh, a way to to get his mind still. Well, the quieting uh, of the mind, you know, that's... uh, that sh- should be central to to every religious mm-hmm, tradition, mm-hmm. you know. That finding that inner silence, that you know, you find uh, reference to in all the traditions, but they they didn't always have methodologies, and so that's one of the great contributions of uh, India to mm-hmm. our uh, spiritual lives. 
I look forward to having uh, uh, more people like Reverend Tillman on the show and right. maybe having him back sometime. I want to look into his urban yoga. Yeah, and uh, for those listening in, uh, any suggestions or ideas for guests, they're always welcome. And we have, um, a, we have some, uh, we've done some wonderful lectures recently and we have some great ones lined up. So stay tuned, spiritmatterstalk.com. Tell your friends. Uh, email us. Uh, all the information is at, at that website, www.spiritmatterstalk.com. Subscribe, and uh, we'll be in touch. So, Phil, till next time. Next time, Dennis. Over and out.